Welcome to a very special episode of a little series that I started called Friends of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, where I bring on individuals who aren't necessarily ladies, but that I really admire and think are amazing. And so please give a warm welcome to Jesus Heladio Hernandez, who is the founder and host of Corpus Christi Originals podcast. You also have the Corpus Christi Originals clothing brand, which is amazing. And then you also do software development, which is really cool. You just have a ton going on. So thank you so much for being here with me. Yeah, thank you for, for inviting me onto the show. Appreciate it. Yes. Well, I mean, you really, you know, like you introduced yourself to me and I'm so glad you did. And then whenever I saw that you had a podcast and you wanted to have me on, I was just absolutely flattered, you know, because you're doing an amazing job. And for one podcast host to want to have another podcast host on is just like the greatest honor because we're peers. Like, you know what I mean? So your platform is incredible. And I'm just so grateful for you. And I think your podcast is amazing. And uh, I love everything about it. And so but but I feel like that's such a minor part of what it is you do. And so you even have a music background like you you uh, you went to school for it. Um, So I mean, you're a really interesting individual. And it sounds like you kind of dabble in everything. I mean, computers to to art. And so have you always kind of had that dual interest? and kind of both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, my my brain is it's wired crazy. Uh, like if something interests me, I'll go down that rabbit hole until it's like, okay, I need to get out of this rabbit hole and go back to the normal <laughs> things that I need to do. Uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of how my brain is. Uh, but yeah, it's been a long, a long uh, journey for me in music and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's just how my brain is, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're constantly doing something because it's like, you know, initially I just thought you had the brand. Then, you know, Mm -hmm. once you kind of, you know, dive into what it is you're actually up to, I mean, it's so much more than just a brand, too, because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, evolved into the podcast. And then you come to find, oh, no, actually, you have this kind of side hustle going on where you're helping people out with coding like you have like c plus plus help videos on youtube um so and i feel like that's a so first of all you know not everybody's musically inclined and definitely not everybody is computer programming inclined i mean i'm not able Mm. to do either but was that was music and you know software development something that came naturally for you um uh, like it's like so whenever i do stuff like i want to make sure that i do it well so if i go down a rabbit hole doing something like computer programming I want to make sure I do it well so I would actually do it well and then I find whenever I learn these things that I want to show people how to do it you know what I mean have I like love that kind of yeah I have like a teacher kind of I guess mentalities whenever I learn stuff I want to show people stuff so that's why because I when I started my YouTube channel I started putting guitar videos because I wanted to because sh- I thought like okay uh when I was learning guitar I didn't have this so that's why I'm creating my YouTube channel. Um, so that's why I started the guitar videos. And then I got into the software development videos because I, I was looking for a career change. Um, a truck driver, I've been truck driving since 2011. So I was like, that's well, hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard work. It's, it's a lot of hours away from home. So I stay away from home. Uh, le- uh, recently in the past two years, I've been able to be home more often. I guess it's the more I do it, the the more experience I get, the more I'm able to kind of pick and choose. I can be home, you know, stuff like that. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the software development, I got into that. 
because I wanted a career change into something else so that way I can be home more often, but I'm already home more often now. So it's like, okay, so I'm kind of making a little bit of money off the YouTube uh, from, from doing those videos. And a lot of people were like, hey, thanks a lot for this. Thanks a lot. And I and I was just, I was grateful for that because that's why I did it. Yes. You know, and, and it was like, uh, man, this is awesome. So I just, con- just decided to continue doing it. Uh, yeah, so that's where I did there. I, I, I'm into finances a lot. Uh, I, I go against the grain on a lot of financial advice to people here. So Love that. Uh, Tell yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah, I go against the grain because, okay, so one of the things is like everybody, think, a lot of people think that it's, that you have to go into debt to, you know, to be wealthy or whatever. I'm the opposite of that. I'm, I'm like, well, if you have debt, then you owe money to banks and stuff. You could be paying yourself that money. So that that's just what I think. And yes. It's against the grain. Yes. Uh, oh, no, because everybody's so, so concerned with their credit score, right? Like, yeah, you, in order to get good credit, you have to, you know, obviously take out credit and then pay it back. And that's the only way. And it's like, it, that's a fucked up system, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, 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 you know exactly. what I mean? Because like you said, like, ultimately, you're giving these people your money that you borrowed because you didn't have it in the first place. Just wild. It's a wild system. Yeah. And for me, it's like. I, I, I get crazy. Like, like I said, if I, if I do, like, if I do something stupid, I want to do it all the way stupid. You know what I mean? So I can't, <laughs> like, I can't go into debt and just stay in debt because I'll just like, Oh, well I have a credit card for this. I can get this. I can get this. I'll just go crazy stupid, you know? Yes. And, and, and in, order, in order to get, you know, sever that is like, don't do it at all. Yep. Don't do it. You know, just cold Turkey like for me, like, like smoking, you know what I mean? I used to smoke a mm-hmm. long time ago. And, uh, I, I would do that stupid. And I was just like, the only way to get rid of it is to don't do it anymore. <laughs> exactly. But you know, okay. So you say that and you're absolutely right. It is as simple as stop it, but mm. not everybody can just stop. You know what I mean? It's almost like you have a switch yeah. in your, like you in particular, Jesus have a switch mm. that you just decide one day. You're like, you know what? I'm flipping this switch and that's it. And I mean, that kind of willpower is incredible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Have you always had that kind of, drive you know uh, once you make up your mind that's it yeah it's and and it's not it's not easy either like, like some people they may think that it's easy but it's not because like for smoking like cigarettes i would say all right i'm gonna stop and now we'll go again stop and go again and then it's like something happens like to where it's like dude for real stop you know what i mean and that's when i stop yes uh like like for me like one of my things is like eating sweets I can't stop that. I wish I could, you know what I mean? But I mean, let's be real. You got to live, right? And sweets are a yeah. part of living in moderation, in my opinion. But I, I'm with you there. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, um, I don't know. When I like, it, it's like levels of my life. Like when I got married, totally new level because I'm living with another person and I have to change my person, change my, my character. You know what I mean? Little, little steps by little steps because when I first got married it was it was crazy the first one two years because I found out a lot about myself that I so I don't think true I ever know, yeah I don't think I'd ever have known it if I hadn't gotten married you know and then I had two kids I had my first kid and that's like another level of maturity that I had to overcome so I guess it's like the the more mature I get and, and the more wisdom that I get from you know, like teachers and reading and stuff like that, it helps me to grow as a person. Definitely. Well, I think that's an important point you're bringing up is that, you know, we really don't truly know, you know, ourselves entirely until we are in positions of 
whatever, a committed relationship mm-hmm. or, you know, as a parent, you know what I mean? And, and some people will choose to never know that side of themselves as a parent and that's okay. Or a committed relationship, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. have done both, you know, and, and like you said, you have evolved in a really amazing way. And with your driving trucks, and then of course, with all of the things you have going on, because you have so many pans in the fire. Yeah. I mean, your wife is, is amazing. You know what I mean? Cause she's really yeah. just kind of, you know, letting you not letting like as though she has a leash, but you know what I mean? Like she's being supportive yeah. of you do, doing these things. And that to me is so critical to be a successful entrepreneur, which you really are. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, and I didn't really know it was like entrepreneurship until I actually look up the definition of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I am. I'm doing all these things. 100%. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but also you have that drive to be helpful to others, which I think is really amazing because it's people mm-hmm. like you that are uh, – you know, helping people like me learn from what I like to refer to as YouTube university. You know what I mean? I mean, the Mm -hmm. fact that you're providing computer programming knowledge, you know, for Mm -hmm. like a donation or something on YouTube is amazing. I mean, people, you know, have to drop big bucks to go, you know, attend university or courses or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're willing to just share your knowledge. You know, I, I think that that's amazing. Not to mention the fact that you're willing to provide a platform through the Corpus Christi originals podcast to showcase Mm. people. I mean, there's people that you brought on that I'm, I've never heard of. And I'm like, who is this Mm -hmm. person? This is amazing. And that's the whole point, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. Just have people in the city. Like, I mean, from anybody that's could be like a homeless person to somebody that's a CEO, like, and uh, just anybody, you know, anybody that wants to come on, come on, talk, share your story. You know, everybody has a story and that's just, and stories are one way to teach other people. hundred percent. And it's like, I feel like that, that teaching is ingrained in what I'm doing, like in my podcast, because there's people's stories. I only have my story. And so if you can bring more people to have stories then people you know some people will listen some people won't yes but the info is there you know for anybody who's who wants to seek it out so i want to go back a little bit because you said you wanted to you know a career change and so opted for software development that is a comp in my mind a complicated (laughs) route to go so why of all things did you pick that i mean obviously you're good at it but like what was it that made you think you know what i'm doing this now uh the first thing was engineering and then it, and then it turned into software uh, software engineering, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the advice was like you really don't need a, like a degree to I mean you do but you don't you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, so, and for engineering you did need a degree for a lot of the jobs that yes. were available yes and it seemed like software engineering and computers is it's here to stay and there's a lot of jobs so that's one of the reasons why I picked it and. I was just like, all right, let me pick this. So I just picked it. Uh, and then, I mean, I like it. I found out that I'm good at it because I like solving puzzles. Okay. And that, yeah. And that's one of the things that software development is. You can read the book and understand how to program it. But when you're faced with a problem, you have to f- figure it out, you know? Yes. But and, but and not yeah. only do you have to figure it out, you have to figure it out in like a different language and like computer <laughs> language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I showed it to my mom. And I, when I was first started, uh, it was a while back. I showed it to her. She's like, what is that? I can't even, I can't even see that. It's making my brain hurt. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's just like another language. Like you just learn another language. But the cool thing about that language is you don't, 
uh, it's not oral. Like you can't hear it to where it's differently. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's solely written on paper or on on the screen. Yes. Uh, so that's yeah. That kind of makes it <laughs> a little easier, I guess, compared to uh, like an actual oral language. You know. I mean, to me, your mind is incredible because music is another <laughs> language, completely yeah. different. Yeah. And. Computer language. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you're like, no, I, for yeah. whatever reason, your brain is just just gets it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my brain gets it. And and I'm really not. And it's cool that you bring that up. I, I'm really not a, a social person. I, I like to be social, but sometimes I don't get social situations. You yes. know what I mean? I'm just I'm just weird socially. Um, so I can also be time, weird socially. I get that. Yeah. So a lot of my time. It, it's I'd rather be I'd rather spend it learning stuff. I don't know, just just to do it because I'm comfortable in that area, you know, and then and it's weird, too, because when I go out to talk to people, I try to talk to them the way my mind is going and they're kind of like, huh? You know? <laughs> so that's kind of funny, to me. <laughs> you know. No, but I I think that's such a cool quality. You know what I mean? Like you are who you are, period. Like you're such a a unique individual. Um, And but it's also interesting to me that you say you're not necessarily social because you talk to people on your podcast. You know what I mean? Like it's such a funny little like you unexpected Mm -hmm. twist, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it is. Definitely. I get to prepare for for like interviews a little bit, too. So that kind of helps. And. I mean, I like to be social, but sometimes it's just like I need some space. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a difference between that for sure. But, yeah, man, it, it's been a long journey for me. Like reading music, that's another that's another beast in itself. Uh, and I started actually playing music. Here's like some of my backstory. I can. Yes. Yes. So, Tell me everything. This is so interesting. OK, so I started playing music. Uh, shoot, man, like 13 years old. If you remember AOL.com, of course, to go to the messenger. Yes. So I found that I'm pretty sure you and I are like a similar, like the same age ish. So anything you bring up from the past, I'll definitely know. Cool. Yeah. So the AOL, they had a message board for uh, Corpus Christi. Right. And I went to look for people that played in Corpus Christi because I played guitar. Right. I found uh, band members that way. Um, shoot, man. I started playing guitar. My stepmom actually got me a, cause my stepmom helped my dad raise me when I was younger. She got me a guitar. I came home one day. She's like, look what I got you. I was like, oh, for real, damn, I've been wanting one, you know? So I started learning Metallica, Pantera, Deftones, heavy stuff like that. Nice. And then, yeah, I got into several bands. Uh, Wicked Red, if anybody knows Wicked Red. Uh, Nihilism was the first one. That's a funny name, Nihilism. Um, So started learning music. And then played shows. I played shows. So wow, yeah, yeah, that helped me out a lot too. Because when you play shows, you have a lot of nerves. You know what I mean? And you learn how to 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 handle those nerves because oh yeah, way to come every time. Yes, it takes guts to go on stage and perform in front of people. Yeah, and and when you play your own music too, you're like you're proud of it too because you're like here, look, we made this. I hope you like it. You know, it's some people receive it, some people don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, shoot, man, this was in high school. I dropped, I dropped out of high school, uh, for stupid reasons. Just, just cause I don't know. I was lazy. I don't, I couldn't really remember. I smoked a lot of weed, Mm -hmm. would party a lot. I was still in the band. I was like, well, the band's going to get us to go somewhere. So I'm just going to drop out, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. stupid decisions. And then got kicked out of the band for, I don't even remember. And then, uh, 
I was like, well, shoot, I got to go back to school. I got to finish school, do something with my life. So I went back to school and my wife, which I met her in high school, she was one of the ones that helped me actually go back to school. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so that helped me go back. And when I started high, uh, my last senior year at college, uh, I'm sorry, in high school at Miller, I started learning classical guitar. I went to the library that had oh, wow. classical guitar. So, and even in high school, I would always keep to myself. So in uh, Miller, during lunchtime, I go to the library, look at that book, read it. And then, so that's when I learned, started learning classical guitar. Uh, and so this is when, so you re-enrolled because you dropped out for a little bit and then you re-enrolled? Yeah, I, I re-enrolled. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think I had to get a transfer to, uh, to go over there because I was living near Carroll actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. So transferred over there. Um, yeah. And then finished there. See, I feel like uh, things always work out. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you made it, yeah. you made a choice and yet your life still looped you back. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your choices definitely, I think choices definitely have an impact on your future. Mm -hmm. uh, if I hadn't done that, you know what I mean? I, you know, it's kind of like, where would you be? You know what I mean? I, uh, yes, but, and, and I completely respect that. And I know we've all had that thought, you know, what if I hadn't have gone down this route or whatever? And yet yeah. I see what you're doing and I'm like, I, I just feel like everything lined up as it did. I mean, challenges, you know, mm. that were in your past and, and maybe really great things that happened in your past all paved the way for you to be doing what you're doing now, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's, you, I mean, I am very impressed by you. So I just I want you to know that. from like an outsider's perspective, like you're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I got to call, I got to college after that. Uh, I picked music as my degree. Uh, I, I didn't know what to pick. Somebody was my, my folks, my, my mom, my, my real mom is kind of crazy, man. I went to go live with my real mom at like as a late teenager. So my stepmom kind of felt bad about it, I think, for a long time. And I apologize after a while for that. Anyway, my real mom was like, yeah, you should go for something that you love or whatever. So I went for music, got a bachelor's in music. I got an associate's for music at uh, Del Mar and then a bachelor's at Tamu CC. Look, I mean, look at that. That is amazing. <laughs> and uh, I honestly, I feel like that's great advice for a student. Like, you know, do mm -hmm. what you love, you know, and mm -hmm. you did. Yeah, did that. Um, I tried teaching after I had, okay, so I, I graduated college uh, and I was like, well, shoot, I can't really do nothing with my degree. I wanted to get a master's and a doctorate, you know? So I had to start working to provide for myself. So I started truck, I started truck driving because I looked in the newspaper. I was like, okay, who's hiring? What's hiring? And all the stuff in there, driver, hire for driver, hire for driver, hire for driver. I was like, shoot, if I want to make money, I got to go be a driver. You know? Yeah. So I did that for a few years and I was like, man, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. To me, truck driving is a challenging job. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's, it's challenging. Yeah, you have to deal with, like, drivers and stuff like that. But, I mean, I got to get over that. I, I have to get over that because it'll mess with my psych, you know what I For mean? For sure. Like, right. For sure. You know, just let them drive. My truck only goes 65 miles per hour anyway, the big truck. And then it weighs, like, 80,000 pounds when I'm loaded. Oh, my you know, gosh. And some of them just cut in front of you. I'm like, all right. Go, you know what I mean? They don't but, understand what's going on. No, here. they don't. Oh my gosh, that's so frustrating yeah. to me. But you're right. You, re as a truck driver, really do have to be very zen because otherwise, mm -hmm. like you said, you'll just be miserable. 
Yeah, and there's some truck drivers that are not like that. They they will they'll flick you the finger, they'll cuss at you, whatever. And some of them don't even have like a uh, a governor on their truck, so they can go like 90 miles per hour, and they're just like, screw it, let me go past these people. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 not all drivers are like. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you are. Yeah, yeah. So I got past so truck driving, and then I, after the two years, I was like, I hate it. I need to do something else. So I tried teaching. Uh, I went through some program uh, in Austin or something where I can get a teaching uh, a teaching certification to teach music in the state of Texas, which uh, I went through like the preliminary stages for like eight months or something like that. And then after that, I was just, it just wasn't for me. So I went back to driving. Um, so, I mean, I love the kids. I, I love the, I love teaching the kids, but it's just the environment for, I think this is just my opinion, like in Texas or, or any public school is like, what I think about music and how it's impactful to people, the school system or whoever doesn't necessarily think the same way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they just put kids in music. Okay. Yeah. They go to the next, the next level. It's almost like if you have private lessons with, with students, it, it's more, that's more better because they actually want to be there to yes. learn the stuff. Yes. You know, so. I see what you're I, saying. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, uh so, that's, that's interesting. And I believe it. I, I do feel like, there's room for improvement in the school system, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's people that work there, and God bless the people that are there. You know yes, what I mean? the, definitely. The ladies that, the, uh, and uh, the majority of them are ladies, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Guys, Lee, you guys have so. And I, I just want to bring this up. I love your podcast. I love. Thank you. I love what you're, you know, talking to, to ladies or women, you know, and, uh, and my dad thankfully had taught me the the value of women of women and mm-hmm. ladies and how to treat them and stuff like that yes and so uh when i see that and i notice it like especially the ladies that work in the school system yes like, dude you guys put up with a lot you know yep and hats off to them you know just uh to do that so i did teaching went back to driving for a little bit um i used to i used to play and then i i didn't play music at all during that time i started going to a uh like a Pentecostal church or non-denominational church. So I started playing music there. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's called solid rock. I I believe a lot of people know that church. Yes. So solid. Yeah. So I played bass guitar there. I played acoustic guitar there. So there I was able to continue to play music because after all, I still have a love for that. You know, Well, that's what I was going to say. So that little bit of time that you weren't playing, were you missing it? Were you like, man, you know, I need to make time for this. Like, I really want to incorporate this back into my life. Yeah, no, well, I still kind of had it in my life because I because I, I read music and I had sheet music books and I can play the guitar and read at the same time. So that was helping me to just to continue to play, you know what I mean? Uh, but at this point, I don't I don't have I just have a piano in the house and which just sits there. Wow. Does. Uh, <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, That's the beauty of it. It is there. It's there. Yeah, it's there. And uh, I don't know. Just life is just crazy. I, you know, I got married. I got my wife. I got the brand I got a bunch of other stuff which is which is okay I mean I mean it's not I'm not like really sad that it's gone which it's a huge it was a huge part of my life and it still is I still listen to music and still enjoy it and stuff like that I just don't play it you know mm-hmm. I have other stuff that I'm working on that is still as impactful I believe you know of course but you'll have that knowledge forever like you are literally yeah. I mean you have your bachelor's in it you know what i mean like you're a professional you know what i'm saying so like you and what's cool about you is you could anywhere that there's an instrument that you're familiar with you can play you can provide music you can provide entertainment you know whatever i just i am so 
I don't like to say envious, but it's, I guess it's true. I'm so envious of people that can just pick up a guitar and start playing. Like <laughs> what an amazing skill to have. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, you don't have to be envious. Just, I mean, I don't know. I'm working on it. Jesus. I'm working on it. I'm really happy okay, for yeah. you. I just want to be able to do it too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened there? Um, yeah. So I just, I would play at the church for a little bit. And then when I was at the church, I actually, believe it or not, started reading the Bible. <laughs> hey, so I, 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 I mean, I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. That you yeah, familiarized so started, yourself with it, you know? Yeah, and like for me, like I still read Proverbs a lot, uh, which is a huge book of Jewish wisdom that I still think applies today. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my wisdom comes from there. Yes. It's just like, the reason I bring that up is because I was going to this church or even several churches and I would see the way they would act and react toward other people. And it's yes. like, dude, this is not what is, what's in the Bible. Why are we doing this? Exactly. Oh my God. You are like, making me so happy right now because i feel like this isn't discussed enough it's a weird it's yeah. weird especially it's weird. well i mean especially because right like you know people are these people are claiming to try to be as jesus like as possible and it's like that is nothing right. like jesus exactly. you know yeah and when people like me leave for that reason they don't care they're just like okay go we didn't, we didn't want you here anyway really you know what i mean it yeah, I mean that's just my thought. I, I don't know. That's that's one of my flaws too. Like I think, I think the worst scenario first mm -hmm. before I start thinking the good scenarios. That's just one of my flaws I'm trying to work on. But I, you know, I mean that's just like I survival. I mean, you know, I think that's very typical of a lot of humans. It's like a survival instinct. So don't be hard on yourself. You know, I don't think it's a flaw because it's always like yeah. your your uh, knee jerk reaction is is what it is, right? But then right. what what do you do next? And it sounds to mm -hmm. me like, you know, then you kind of try to put it into perspective or whatever. And I mean, yeah, that's great. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think of it like that. Cool. Yeah. So I and then after I after I had left, you know, the church and stuff or whatever, I don't go to church now. I, I mean, I still read the Bible and stuff. I just don't go to church because of those reasons. I've tried several churches and it's just like I'm done. You know, I'm done mm -hmm. with it uh, mm -hmm. and I'm OK with it. My fa I mean, I still show my family the way I think is the right way to go. Uh which, you know, my wife is, she helps me in that too. Uh, so after that, after I stopped playing there, I stopped playing altogether, really. Um, and uh, it's kind of funny because we, we were getting out of debt, my wife and I. We don't have any consumer debt. All we do, we, we just owe our mortgage. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You are in the top, you know, there's a very small percentage of yeah. people that can say that. That's amazing. So the reason why I bring that up is because I sold all my instruments to get out of debt. I oh, like wow. <laughs> hey, but still, but honestly, though, yeah. that was you. That was a means to an end. And and that yeah. says a lot about you, because truthfully, in the, the world that we're living in now, not owing anybody anything is like amazing because right. ev everything is ridiculous, you know, so. You'll, you'll get those back. I think you'll get instruments back later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely a mindset change. And we just agreed to do it, my wife and I, because we were in a spot like, okay, we can't keep doing what we're doing because it, it's not, we don't see it uh, progressing in that sense. And, and so we just agreed, all right, we're going to get rid of it. And it was embarrassing for me because I had to, she knew I had student loans, but she didn't know how much it was. So I had to man oh, up God, and be like, look, student this is loans. how much I got. And we, yep. this, this is part of our stuff. So of course she was like, oh, she was furious at first, but she stuck with it. And I was like, yes. damn. 
Hey, and that's awesome, that's you know? love, man. That, that's love for the, you know, and, and for y'all to be willing to be vulnerable and forthcoming with information that may not be the prettiest mm-hmm. and still, you know what I mean? And like, just work it out. Like that's legit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. So got out of debt and we, we have our mortgage right now, which man, two and a half years will have it paid off. Okay. And you're so uh, young. Like, think yes. about that. Uh, that's the dream to me. That is the dream because yeah. anything you make is now going into your pocket. I mean, you're going to have to pay property taxes at the end of the year or whatever. I mean, bills, yeah. but other than that, yeah. I mean, that's yours. Yeah, it's ours. And, and, um, yeah, it's, and then it's, I get to a point where I start thinking about legacy, like past myself and my wife's self, because we had two kids Yes. and it's like, what's, what's going to be in the future for them? How can we set them up uh, with financial principles so that they can continue the legacy that we began, you know, uh, even though it's small, like we have a small house, it's not really something big, you know, which is, which is fine with us. Exactly. I mean, Nothing excessive. It's, it's, it's perfect for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It's maintainable. You know, it's, it's, it's all good. Oh my uh, God. Exactly. I mean, that's like us, right? When we, we bought this house in 2015, so things were much different, but even still mm. Dale and I were not in a position to buy anything excessive at all. He was still working part-time and I was working like you know, for the city, but not where I'm, where I am now. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, they pre-approve you for something way outside your budget. I mean, people will still opt to do it sometimes and it's usually to their Mm -hmm. detriment, but we decided like, we are going to be very careful about this. Nothing too big. I mean, just right, you know, for a little bit of growth and, uh, thank God, because nowadays, like I said, it's it's another world right now. So I respect y'all the way y'all approach that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. And so, so when we did that, when I got out of debt, we had a lot of extra money. So we put to retirement, we put, we, of course we give our 10% and then whichever way we think is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have some that goes to give college and I have extra money to work on the brand. Yes. So, so, I, so I was like, how, so I, th- at that point I was just like, okay, how can I start making some more? How can I make little small strings of income? You know, I had the YouTube channel, which brings some income. I was like, okay. And started researching, how can I make small streams of income? So I came upon the brand or a brand, and that's how I started the brand that I'm doing now, Corpus Christi Originals. Uh, so I have some of that some of that money left over to put to the brand, and hopefully it'll gener- generate more income. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so that's how I got into that, and and that's how it started. Um, and I was thinking of different brand ideas, like which kind of brand idea would work. And then I was listening to uh, YouTube University, and I was just like, okay. There's several guys that are doing the same thing. And one guy was mentioning like, well, how can you build a big brand for like the whole United States? Just start small, start with your city. Yes. I was like, okay, so in our city, there there are brands and, and I've looked them up like Made in Corpus Christi, uh, Crooked Christi, and those are the ones I could think of. I mm-hmm. think Fresco has shirts or whatever. And I was like, well, let me just try to create one for the city that that we kind of don't have like with the the skulls and the stuff like that, that, yes. that that I like, you know? Yes. So that's, and I was like, okay, let me try this out. So I tried it out. And as soon as I started it, we started in October. Uh, of 2021? Last year. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. What, what is that? Uh, eight months. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, so we, I mean, it's some people might think that it's we're generating a lot of revenue, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of stream of income, you know, what I yeah. mean? which is which is okay. But from my perspective, I was like, how can I do a successful brand? And I kind of think it's starting to be successful. Yes, you know it I mean? is. So, so I was like, cool, you know, I got this going, and then and then the podcast came along because I wanted to generate more content for the brand, and then when I did that, I was like, oh shoot, this is whole totally different, you know. It's like a teaching mechanism, a teaching tool. And there I go, start thinking about teaching. Exactly. And so I'm like, shoot, I want to do, I want to do more of this then, you know, if it's like that. And so that's why I started, that's where I started doing uh, the podcast and adding it to the, uh, you know, the pages that I have and stuff. So yeah, that's a lot of stuff. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I'm just, this is why I do this. You know, I love hearing about the different twists and turns and people's lives that got them to Mm -hmm. where they are. Um, and like how many different things you've been involved in and the experiences you've had all throughout your life. And you're still so young. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's still so much more life to live. And so the Mm -hmm. fact that you just decided like, you know what, I'm going to start a brand, which is something that people say they're going to do all the time, but not very many people actually start the brand, but you did. Right. And so how did you come up with the name Corpus Christi Originals? Because I, I just love it so much. Not to mention your designs are really great. So I want to talk about those two next, but name first. How did that come up? Okay. So the name is actually, I kind of stole it from somebody. Uh, so, <laughs> oh my God. So, so the guy that I listened to on YouTube, his name is Big Brando mm-hmm. and he's like a, uh, like a guru for creating shirts and how to market and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, the name of his brand was Gardena Originals. Okay. Gardena is a small city, I guess, South of LA or something like that. Okay. So, and so I came, so I, I was started thinking like, okay, made in Corpus Christi or, or Corpus made or something like that. And I was like, well, let me just use the originals like Big Brando does. Corpus yes. Christi originals. Yes. And that's, so that's where I came up with the name. I love it. The designs are something that I just adore. I mean, you mm. have, I don't know, they're just so fun. And my husband is, can be particular about clothing and yes. he loves your brand. He loves the design. Cool. Like he loves the, the the fit. So like, what was the process to you know to confirming you know what it was you wanted? Like the kinds of shirts and the kinds of designs. Like how did you you know come up with all that? Yeah. So the designs. Um, at first, I was approaching it like, oh, what would everybody want? And then I was like, you know what? Screw that. What what do I like? Yes. So, and, and I, and I figured, okay, what do I like? And there, and if people like it, then they're like me, they like what I like. Yes. You know what I mean? Not everybody has to like the brand, which is fine with me, uh, you know, which is cool mm-hmm. because not, not every brand is for everybody. Um, uh, yes, I, I get that. So that's where I came up with, with the types of designs to put on there. So it's kind of like the stuff that I like. And then I, when I started going on, the, on that route, I was like, okay, a lot of Hispanic people would like that stuff because that's the type of stuff that I like. And, and I figured it would gravitate toward that type of audience. You know what I mean? Um, and then once I had the designs, I was like, okay, what type of shirts should I put them on? And there's t- a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I want the best quality shirt. Right. And then I started, I started doing some research. I was like, well, best quality doesn't mean the same to every person. For sure. So, 
and me as a big guy, I wear like three X. I used to wear two X, now I wear three X. Yeah. And I was like, okay, as a big guy, what kind of three, what kind of shirts do I like? So that's when I decided to get those types of shirts. You know, mm-hmm. where the like the the this part right here doesn't like stretch down. Exactly. You know what I mean, for guys like me. Yes. Well, and then yeah. that's Dale. You know, Dale's like a broad guy, and so he's mm-hmm. also a three X. And oftentimes the shirts will bell out. Like they'll do this weird kind of. I don't know. They get bigger. They almost look like a tent. And he's like, it drives, it drives me crazy. But you know, Jesus's shirts fit him. Perfect. Like he, that is what he tells me, you know? So like you did an excellent job with that. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much work and research, I mean, cause I guess anybody could, could put out a shirt, right. Without putting much thought into it, but you really put thought into it and the fit and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I'm still t- trying to take some data, you know what I mean? What do the smaller, because the smaller people don't like shirts that are as heavy like the bigger people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how can I accommodate to both the, the you know, smalls to extra larges to the two X's to the four X's? You know, how do I do that? Yes. So I'm constantly asking, hey, how does it fit? How do you like to fit? You know what I mean? Just because mm-hmm. it's still evolving the brand. That's what I feel like, you know. Definitely. Um, yeah. So that's how I came up with that, with the shirts and, you know, and as far as coming out with more and more, because people are like, I want more designs. When are you going to do a new design? It's difficult because there's money involved. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? You're so only one there's person. Inv- <laughs> there's there's one person. There's inventory. It's like, how do I handle this? How do I keep this stocked up? Or how do I stock it up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I started doing that. Uh, and then, of course, I'm thinking of ways to save money. How do I save money to be able to make more of a profit? You of know? course, yes. Because um, I... Uh, the customer pays for shipping costs. I got to pay for packaging and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I got a wholesale license so that way I can buy the shirts wholesale. Nice. Yeah. And it's actually free to get a, whole, a wholesale. I get, they get a resale permit or something through the Texas comptroller. You just tell them your business name and they'll get you a, a reseller permit. So that way, when you buy wholesale, you don't pay taxes. Wow. And then, so you don't pay taxes, but the customer pays the taxes because right. the taxes has to somehow to be paid. So yes. that's how I charge the taxes on it to yes. the customer, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's how, that's how that works. And it's, it's just been a, a, been a big process, a lot of researching, you know, it's not, it's not just like that for me. It, it was a lot of months in the making, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I'm still trying, I'm still figuring out stuff, you know, uh, personally and at the end of the day it's it's for the person that you're making it for yes you know it's 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 it, they're gonna decide whether they like the design or not whether you know it shows through the sales which one which one does does the person buy that's the one that everybody likes you know what i mean if there's a lot of sales in that area then that's the one that people buy what's uh, been yeah, um so, a bestseller for you of of all the uh, designs the uh the the Texas one, the one with the Texas and the Cosbitos with the skull where the guy's hat is like this. Yes. Uh, that's the most recent one. That one's been selling a lot. Uh, when I first sold the hoodies, the, the black hoodie with the just the logo on the front, that one sold a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, people buy the hand- handkerchiefs. They buy the stickers. I mean, they buy pretty much all the stuff. I, it's funny. I got a, a sell the other day from some guy like in North Carolina. He bought like a whole bunch of stuff. Really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've sold out of I sold out of state at least a hand two handfuls of times. Uh New York, uh shoot man, North Carolina, Florida, over here on the Wow. The West, yeah. People from Corpus and it's and and when I man, I'll, I can't stress it enough and I'm so thankful that there's so many people that want to represent the city. Yes. You know? Yes. 
I remember I remember I was like that too because I lived in Oklahoma for a stint for a little bit. Uh, and I and when I was there, I was like, I'm, people would ask me where I'm from, like from Corpus. They're like, well, where's that at? You know what I mean? And and people would ask me, and I'm like, dude, Corpus Christi, hello, you know? What I mean? Like, get it, I'm from Corpus, you know? <laughs> and you and you can't explain it. It's like, yeah, we, we live on by the beach, it's by the coast, you know what I mean? Not yep. a lot of us speak Spanish. We, we speak like Texas Spanish, yeah, you know? Tex-Mex. <laughs> you know? Uh, so so even at that, I was just like, yeah, Corpus, I'm from Corpus, you know? And I would the same thing. So I get it now. It's like, oh, cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know how the brand would turn out, you know, and just to see the response that I've gotten is, is cool. Uh, because- yes, I see people. I mean, there are constantly people tagging you, rocking mm-hmm. the merch. I mean, it's amazing. Like you have quite a loyal fan base. I feel they're constantly promoting it. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. And I really like that. Um, I try not to, and when people tag me, I like to re-tag them back just to show mm-hmm. people, like, look, people in the city or that are from the city are actually repping, you know? Because yes. if I just put, like, models and stuff like that, it becomes kind of too advertising, you know what I mean? I know exactly like, so, what you mean. Yeah. And so that's why I was, when I first started, I was trying to stray away from that. I didn't want that to be part of the brand. I wanted it to be real. Like these are actual people yes. that are supporting the brand. Yes. And authentic. Ha- so, so I haven't really put money into that type of marketing, mm-hmm. like social marketing, mm-hmm. uh, like, like face cream. So it's all like, I want it to be organic. Like, like Dale was telling me in the podcast the last time, like organic. Uh, yeah. That's how I want it to yeah, be. Engagement, my, yeah. Engagement. Yeah. Organic engagement. Well, I mean, and you definitely yeah. have it. Cause I'm like, man, there is always somebody, you know, that you're like, you know, shout out to so-and-so for rocking whatever. And, and, uh, I mean, it's amazing that I'm like, yes, like you are getting the, the shine that you deserve. Cause your brand is, mm. a, it just, I don't know what it is. It, it makes me feel some kind of way in a good way. Mm. Again, I'm just inspired by it, but I just love that. It's just a really neat way to rep Corpus and Dale gets compliments on the shirts all the time. And cause he works yeah. with people in, in, uh, Austin. And so anytime they'll have like a, a like a meeting like this, like a virtual meeting, he's always mm. wearing some sort of Corpus <laughs> shirt. And oftentimes it's a Corpus Christi original shirt and he always gets compliments on it. Like, it's just, a, I guess it's a feeling of pride. I think that that yeah. I get indirectly through your brand. It's just the funniest hey, that's, thing. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, and I was telling Dan, I was like, I want to know what people are saying or what they think about it, you know? And it's what you're telling me now. It helps me to understand your perspective or, you know, yes. somebody else's perspective if they tell me, you know, for sure. And, uh, and shout out to those who do rep, rep and tag us. We appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps the brand awareness. Uh, so that's definitely shout out to those people that, that do do that, you know? Yes. And uh, yeah, so that's that there. Yeah. Well, and also the website is amazing. So by the way, anybody who's listening to this, if you're not following at Corpus Christi originals on Instagram, please do. Um, there's a link to the website, uh, in the bio and it is a very well put together website and, um, it's very user-friendly and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, did you build this website? Did not really? Nope. Okay. Well, it's beautiful. And for anybody that wants to sell online, I highly recommend Shopify. Okay. I'm not sponsored by them. I use Shopify for my store. It's cool because they have these pre-made designs 
for your website. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that you see on CorpusChristiOriginals.com, it's pre-made by Shopify. Just a click, and it, it's live. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, and the cool thing about Shopify is they integrate your Instagram, your Facebook, your TikTok, and uh, Pinterest. Okay. Are you on all of those platforms? I, I'm on all but the Pinterest. I'm not on Pinterest. Okay. So if you go if you go to my Instagram, you can view our shop on Instagram. Yes. And that's directly linked to Shopify. Yes. So all the prices on. So if I change a price on Shopify, it automatically changes on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Okay. If I change the the quantity is auto adjustable. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So if somebody buys online. It automatically adjusts it on all platforms. Okay. So that way your inventory can be uh, kept taken track of, you know. Um, so, yeah, Shopify, that's how I use that. And there's, you can buy, you can actually buy websites from people that make them for Shopify, but mm-hmm. that one's already like pre made. It's like a, like a template like a factory one. Okay. Hey, either way, I, I'm I'm digging yeah. it. I mean, it, like I said, it's very well put together and user friendly, which is so important to me as a consumer. J- just putting it, putting it out there. I mean, it's just easy to navigate and it's also fun to look at. But I also just feel like the imagery of your designs is just naturally appealing, you know. Um, so again, anybody, if you're interested, please go look at CorpusChristiOriginals.com and of course, you know, follow at CorpusChristiOriginals on Instagram. Um, yeah. So okay, the podcast. So you had said. By the way, this is the Corpus Christi Originals podcast. You had said the reason that you started the podcast is because you wanted to create more content for the brand. But why in particular podcasting? Because I feel like podcasting is a very, it's an it's an energy investment, I feel. Because you're always mm-hmm. having to interact with somebody that maybe you don't know mm-hmm. really well, you know? Not to mention yeah. the fact that you're kind of guiding them through a conversation. It's, it's mm-hmm. work. And so why, yeah. why podcasting? Oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, so for content on on uh, on Instagram, for content in general, you, that Instagram is a lot of pictures. So I wanted to have like Instagram. And I want to integrate like audio and video. So or or audio. Like so, whenever I post like a clip, there's an there's an audio and there's a visual. You can listen to it. You can hear it. Yes. So that's that's why I wanted to create content in that in that sense. And also uh, to interject real quick, I love that you do the live interviews with the video. And then, so that's posted on YouTube. So if anybody wants mm-hmm. to see the video or the interview as it was conducted an actual video of the interview, go to YouTube for the Corpus Christi originals page. And then of mm-hmm. course your podcast is on all podcast streaming platforms. If people just want to hear the audio. I love that. I love yeah. that there's like the option for both. I, I never delved into video just cause it intimidated me. So I think it's really <laughs> cool that you do that. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I do that because it rec- for one, it records it for me. Uh, it records it for me and I can download the recording and then edit it and then put it out as the audio version. Mm-hmm. That's one reason why I do that. Um, the other reason is that I get to see the person. Uh, shoot, now I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. So that's how I, that's why I put it on all platforms. But when I did that, I was like, oh, do I really want to do this? Because it takes a lot of work. It is. You got to make the thumbnails for each platform. And it's just a lot. I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And yes, you go all out. You make little graphics and you do little sound bites from the interviews when you make the post. I mean, you are like you said, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it all the way. You definitely (laughs) do. Yeah. Yeah. So so I did. I started to do that. Um, Man, I'm trying to think. uh, That's why I had started the content. 
to, to, to put the content on there and then I wanted to do the audio. So I did, I used StreamYard, mm-hmm. which is, it's, I wanted to use StreamYard because I didn't want some people to have to like download something. They could just click on the link and it'll take them to it automatically. Yes. Uh, you know, so I started, I did it that way. And then I put it on YouTube and Facebook for those people who like to watch it. You know what I mean? Because, and then at, and then I'm thinking about customers, like, cause customers are different. They're visual, they're oral, you know, mm-hmm. they learn certain ways, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, that's one of the components that went into actually starting it. And then podcasting, like I had been, I had been in front of the microphone and the camera when I started my, my guitar videos and then eventually the software videos. So I was kind of comfortable with it. And then I had started a podcast on, you know, under my name, which I, I kind of liked it, but then, so I kind of had that experience and that's why I was like, let me, let me try, let me do podcasting for this. For, for this uh, avenue of the brand and people talk, you know what I mean? Like I said, we yes. learn stories that way too. So that was another reason into it. It's just a whole bunch of reasons like into one, you know, for sure. Uh, yeah. So that's why I had, that's why I had started doing that. And uh, yeah, there's people and I love the people that, that share our podcasts all the time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. on, on, on Instagram, Hey, there's a new episode out. Those people are awesome. Just yes, shout out to them. for sure. Um, I mean, yours is one that we want to keep up with. Like, it's so interesting. Were you nervous for your first episode? Like, was it, did it go really smoothly or were you just kind of like, oh my God, like just make it through. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was no, their nerves at first, of course. Uh, and the first one was Hobby Luna. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I, I was, I was wanting to make sure that I had notes correct and i had the, the yes. format not the format but i wasn't wanted to i was nervous because i wasn't sure if i was prepared enough yes to do interviews because i had never done interviews before and it's like how does this happen i had to research a lot how do i do interviews or whatever so that was the main thing like i want to make sure that that i'm prepared for it you know and the more that i do them it's like it's getting more calm, getting a little bit more comfortable with getting prepared you know yes i, I so loved my episode with you you were just you brought up things <laughs> that i you know not very many people knew and i thought that that was really cool because that really does make Ooh. your guests feel you know okay this is fun this person's genuinely interested you know it's not just enough yeah. you know a reason for them to i, I don't know it, it was just great like you're you're doing a fantastic job i'm such a huge fan of the podcast man that i appreciate that coming from you Brittany. man your podcast is is it's freaking awesome. You've already got like thousand, a hundred plus episode. Was it like 150 plus? Uh, yeah, I'm at, I think I just recorded 169. That's going out tomorrow. Yeah, hell yeah, man. And I even go, I even go, when I go to Spotify, I'm like, okay, does she got a new one up? So that way I can listen because I drive, I'm, I'm a driver and I listen to podcasts and I listen to yours, uh, BS and booze. They're uh, hilarious. Just, yeah. Those guys are, they got their own content going and then, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that means a lot coming from you. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, you're, you're doing amazing. I'm just like amazed by you. Like the more I get to know about you, I'm like, the world needs to know about you. Um, I don't know if you want people to follow your personal page or do you prefer people to just stick with the Corpus Christi originals? But I feel like your personal yeah. page also has the link to your software development, like YouTube stuff, which I think is really cool. Mm. Yeah, like, I just kind of leave it up to people if they mm. want to follow me, you know? Yeah. I mean? Sometimes there may be content that people don't like, like, because sometimes I put scriptures, like, like Bible verses. Right. And some people don't like that. But I kind of, 
that was when I'm blue. That was when I was like real churchy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I was just kind of one of the church people and it's now it's just like, I, I don't, I want to do it. Like if I feel like I need to do it. You exactly. Know I mean? It's on your own terms. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, if, yeah, if you want to follow that's that's cool with me, you see more of my personal kind of funny stuff on my Instagram page. Yeah. Um, you, you can even use my Facebook page. Also my personal Facebook page. It's the same thing. I just put, funny content i like funny stuff yes uh, funny memes funny videos and i'll post that and uh yeah i'm constantly thinking of stuff to put on there like my personal podcast or or uh even this pod the you know my podcast and just even videos of me doing the brand on there because I, I want it to be like a like a historical because i started thinking about my kids i want it to be like a historical thing that my kids can look at hey this is what dad used to do you yes know what i mean uh so I'm definitely thinking about that for my personal my personal stuff. For sure. I also started doing reaction videos uh, on music videos from my YouTube. Are you serious? Yes, my wife gave me a whole list. <laughs> like, <"You> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> she gave me a, a a whole bunch of country songs. Man, I did a shoot. I did a Thunder Rolls by uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, uh, Reba McIntyre. He wants to get married. Uh, and then she gave me. Uh, John Michael Montgomery and then uh, Tillis Pam spilled something or other uh, <laughs> that <yeah>. sounds so <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah because I because I, like I'm saying I'm trying I want to generate more because I have I have like 4,300 followers on YouTube wow so yes and, and some of my some of the I have some income not a lot but some income that comes from there and Google ads that I put on my website. Yes. Uh, so I'm just like, okay, how can I put, start putting more content on there uh, to help generate a little bit more revenue, you know, which is cool. So I started doing reaction videos because I like reaction videos and my wife likes them. And then now I started. My parents I'm like, okay, like them. Kind of... My parents love reaction videos. Really? Yes. Wow. I know. That's why I'm like, th this is the move. Like, I think it's amazing you're doing this. Yeah, so you got to if you ha if you have any songs you think I should hear, shoot, shoot them out. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, oh, I love this so much. Yeah. I think you're incredible. I your podcast is amazing. You have so many interesting guests on there, and I love that you like to interview people of all walks of life. You know, different careers. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, from a homeless person to a CEO, it doesn't matter. Everybody has a yeah. story to tell. Um, the merch is fantastic. I can't say this enough for anybody who's not following, please check it out. I mean, the shirts are so I mean, just great. The hats are amazing. And like you said, now you added the, the hand, the, what did you call them? The handkerchiefs? The, yeah. Bandana. Handkerchief. You know, the bandanas. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just think you're amazing. I want to thank you so sure. much for being here with me. I'm so sorry. I was crazy unorganized for this podcast. So <laughs> thank you for bearing with me and uh, spending some time with me on a Sunday afternoon. And I just can't wait to see what you do next. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus.